Are you ready to go? I'm ready. And we're on. Uh, so we are. Um, we're back. We yeah. are here for our second um, recording of the day. Yeah. Uh, a different movie than Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. Uh, we have a sh- little small indie film. Wow, so different. So different. So uh, different. <laughs> we go from a 290 million budget movie to a 4.5 yeah. million budget movie. Uh, oh wait, I didn't get the shit on the board, people, in the last episode. But this is why, if you're bored, I have no sympathy for you. There is some sort of movie out there for you to see. Absolutely. There is something you would like. I also think bored yep. people do it to themselves. Yep. Yep. I don't feel bad for them. Uh, go play some Dungeons and Dragons. Go play some pickleball. Yeah. Go take a hike. Yes. Get a dog. See a movie a month. That's not that. That's not even an expensive commitment. Yeah, get a movie pass. Yeah, you can watch twelve movies a month. Yes, hell yeah. Anyway, we're talking about Talk to Me, uh, the newest A twenty four spooky directed by the brother duo, twin brother duo of yeah. uh, Danny and Michael Filippo. Filippo, oh yes, this was the fucking Greekest day of my life. Yeah. <laughs> so before we before we talk about the movie, yeah. Thano, please tell us about the most Greek day you've so, had in your life. So I and here's what's funny: you sent me like the GIF of the um, FBI open up, yes, right? via text, and be like, "Oh, this is the director who did talk to me," and I'm like, "Oh, fucking neat!" I didn't bother to like look up like who that was. Uh-huh. Right? So then I see the movie. I knew it was like, well, I didn't know going into it. It was Australia. It took me. It took me a little. A little, because everybody's, you know, walking upside down all the time, it's harder to understand what they're saying. <laughs> so, so it took me a moment to, like, realize these were Australian accents. You couldn't hear them through the spiders? Yeah. <laughs> Those loud spiders. Um, so then I'm like, oh, like Australia? Like, you know, I wonder if there will be Greek people in this movie. Because in Melbourne, and maybe other places in Australia, I don't know, but in Melbourne, there's, like, actually a fucking ton of Greek people. Mm-hmm. Um so anyway, that was just like an afterthought. The movie ends, spoiler alert, um, with a cutaway to some like Guido looking motherfuckers. And then I saw that movie and I'm like, wow, these are fucking Greek people. Now, there are actually also a lot of Italian people in, in Australia, but I'm like, these are fucking Greek people. I can, I can smell them. <laughs> and then they start speaking in Greek and I was like, hell yeah, brother, Greek <laughs> people. Yeah. And then the credits roll and I'm like, oh yeah fucking Greek people. Yes. Anyway, I go over to this new donut place, which I guess is a chain, but like, it was, it was not bad. It's called Duck Donuts. I recommend a visit. Um, my Naperville? Name, Naperville. My name. Uh, I give them my name. Um, I go to the bathroom, come out. They're calling my name right away because I ordered a cold brew and a donut. The cold brew was ready. And they're like, Thanos, Thanos. And then I hear some like zoomers off in the corner. So wait, is this a Greek donut place? No. A donut place. It's not a Greek donut okay, place. Okay. It is just a donut place. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, hold on. I have to interrupt. Yeah. They sell sandwiches made of donuts. Yeah, I that's too fat for me. Oh. That's too fat for me. The they're not the first ones to do that. No, but like that's too fat for me. Their donuts, I will say, are like cooked fresh. So like you will get like a nice hot donut. And they're they're pretty good. They're pretty good. They're not, they're, they are small, I will say. You're not a, it's not the most economical visit. Ooh, anyway. Anyway. So I'm there and like they call my name and like Thanos, Thanos. I'm like, yeah. So I pick it up. I see it's just a cold brew. So I'm waiting. And then like some boys in the corner, like, he's Thanos. 
like he's Thanos and I'm like oh, okay like ha 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 like Marvel like um and they're like are you Thanos I'm like yeah and then one of them's like his name's Thanos like, oh, oh shit I'm like oh you Greek he's like yeah and he was like there was like the, the boy's name was also Thano um was Greek from Greece from the same area that my family's from so like we're talking like blah 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 uh then some other lady walks up to us then she's like where are you guys from and I'm like are you Greek too and she's like, yeah, I'm Greek. She's also from the same family as my friends is from. Uh, she's opening a Lukumadis restaurant in Downers Grove, Illinois, called Lukumadis, which I am excited to I'm excited to visit. So this was like the fucking Greekest day of my life. Lukumadis? It's not. I, I I tried googling it. Yeah, I can't find it. Mm, maybe yeah. not yet. Yeah. Um, but but that is a hell of a Greek a Greek day. A hell of a Greek day, and we also saw the worst car in the world. We saw the worst car, which we can talk about. Yeah. We can talk about a little bit later. Yes, uh, before we totally alienate everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, talk to me is a um like we said, it's an indie horror movie. Uh, it's not being made by A twenty four, but it's being distributed by A twenty four. Yeah. Uh, made technically in twenty twenty two. Yes. Basically, yeah. what that means is these guys made it through a production company. A24 saw the movie at some festival, and yeah. then uh, there was a bidding war. Uh, there was actually discussion whether or not James Wan's uh, Atomic Monster Company was going to be able to buy it. Ah. But they were outbid by A24. And also, like, if you get an offer from A24, even if it's not as good as like something from James Wan's company... You want that. There is something about the A20, just like AMC has its quote-unquote artisanal brand. Yeah. Like, there is, I don't think this is branded as artisanal, but there is something. It's uh, it's under thrills and chills. There, There is something about just having A24 on you that makes you feel, like, pretentious. It's that good, that good, <laughs> that good stink. Seeing a film. A film. Not a movie. I'm a seeing moment. a film. Um, but, yeah, so the movie's um, a very simple premise. So you have a group of friends. They, um, they have a hand. It's an embalmed hand. Yep. Uh, and if you touch it, you say, talk to me, you are able to see ghosts. Yep. Uh, if you say, I let you in, the ghost will possess you. Yeah. Um, and they uh, keep them out. And they have a, yeah, they have a, a strict rule, yeah. which is if you do it for longer than 90 seconds, uh, you shouldn't because then the spirits will like latch onto you. I am very happy that even the spirit world respects the base 10 numbering system. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... It's a good system, it's man. A good system. It's a fantastic it's a great system. And the fact that Americans refuse to use it. No, no, no. Base 10 is just when, like, oh, base 10, fives yeah. and zeros are important. I think I could be wrong. Not when it comes to feet. Not when it comes to feet. But I, I think the Aztecs had, like, a not base 10 numbering system. I really? think I could be very wrong. I know the Mayans did. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. The Mayans for sure did have a, a base 10 system. They did have a base 10 because the name had zero. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Yes. Moving on. Um, so this is a, um, a, a a movie made by, uh, like we said, two twins who are, who have, you know, their, their upbringing in the YouTubes. Yeah. Uh, they run a channel called Rucka Rucka. Mm. Um, they do a lot of like spoof videos. Uh, some of their more popular series are like Ronald McDonald's, like 
kind of going unhinged and just like wrecking shit. Good for them. Um, if anybody has seen that very famous FBI open up, like Donald mentioned at the beginning, yeah, uh, where you have like the FBI agents like wrecking down the door, then they come up the ceiling <laughs> and then they come in through like the walls. Yeah, it's that. It's from them. Um, so like I'm sure most people have seen that. Yeah, uh, it's so. Internet, yeah, so internet famous that you you've seen it, whether you realize it or not. Uh, and the movie is actually made with a lot of really unknown people. Mm. I think the most well known person is Miranda Otto. Yeah, um, from what yeah, I'm looking at this cast, right? Um, uh, and all great unknowns, I will say. Yeah, I don't think I'm I'm having a really hard time finding any sort of weak link here. I love Zoe Tarekis. Was also Greek in this movie. I guess so, she she was very famous from the. I guess she was in some fucking Australian show. So does Zoe go or, by uh, he now? They, they, excuse me. Yes. Oh, we'll go by they. They, they or he? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think for the purposes of this movie, I think we could use she because I think it's a the character. I think the character yeah. that they are playing is a female. Yeah. Um, but definitely very like androgynous looking. Yes. Um, but. The the premise of the movie itself uh, is, it's not, I wouldn't say it's original, right? You have a possession, uh, people are messing with this magical item to contact ghosts. I mean, that's any movie with a Ouija board. Yeah. Um, I think what makes this movie a little bit different is, and we talked about this yesterday, that even if something is not wholly original, the way you present something, the way you film it, the way you kind of yeah. lay down the rules is what gives it flavor it's what gives it that originality yeah. right and i think this movie kind of has that in spades yeah uh, the the look of the hand is great is great it, it you know it's set in like a handshake position so when you go to interact with it you are shaking the hand here's what's fun about this i from the first trailers i always like something about this made me think it was like a monkey's paw spin-off oh interesting and it kind of is to the extent is there's like a hand that will give you what you want, but there's there's drastic caveats. Right? Sure. It'll let you talk to the dead, but like there's a, it's much more dangerous than you had seen. Mm-hmm. And I think I think it's fair to say that there's a connection there, but because the hand just like looks so unique and like different and so simple, like that's where some of that originality comes from. It's like, yeah, ah, and, and the hand, so they they call it an embalmed hand, but it's not. Like it's like you look at the poster and you can see it very clearly in the poster. It's it looks like porcelain. Yeah. But in the movie they do say like, well, it is an embalmed hand, but it's been coated with ceramic to make it more durable. But they're just fucking kids. They wouldn't Um, they wouldn't like they wouldn't know. Well, that's what they said, like was told to them by who but whatever, right? And also like the fact that it works kind of makes you go, huh, maybe. Uh, but what I like the most about the hand is how it's like completely just tagged to shit. Yeah. With uh, a bunch of different like sayings. I honestly don't know what it all says, uh, but there's different languages on there uh, that you can see. Let me see if I can pull up a picture of it because I think it would be a dope. Yeah. Um, I'll look up too. But it's nice because it means it makes it feel like more modern. Yeah, it's absolutely right. more modern. Um, and there's like languages on there that are not necessarily English. 
so it, it it makes it look like it's been through it's been through through a lot yeah um and and that makes it to me kind of feel more lived in in this world yeah. if that makes sense yeah um and it, it helps that like we said like everybody in this and the cast just like sells the absolute shit out of it um i know there's a lot of talk about uh sophie wilde who plays our lead character of mia Mm. Um, she does a great job don't get me wrong like she does have this like vulnerability to her Mm -hmm. Um, the movie tells you early on that she like lost family Mm -hmm. uh, like a couple years ago she lost her mom and this is like potentially a way for her to maybe connect to it but not really her intent she's just looking for something to help her feel something right because everybody's like oh damn dude Mia's such a fucking bummer because I forget, like she, she sees the mom. After way after, yeah, she does not see mom until like way after. Right. There's a shot in the trailer where she's like looking at a window and she sees a reflection of what she thinks is her mom. Yes. Right. Um. But that doesn't happen until way later in the movie. Uh. But and she does a good job at playing like someone who is going through like grief going very slowly. Grief. Right. Yeah. She is not. She is not like bing bang boom over it she is wallowing in it um and and she she does that very well she's um very sympathetic in the way that she talks to like some other people and the way they talk to her too um but i think that this opportunity of like using the hand to present to potentially become possessed is like a way for her to maybe feel something besides constantly being Huh. In as pain, if there is an artificial there, substance. As if there is an that allegory is, that in is this neither, movie. That is neither food nor water. <laughs> yeah. But so this movie is very... Yeah. I, I would say, like, if anybody asks, what is this movie an allegory for? You either have to be the dumbest person. Yeah. Because this is very clearly... Drugs. Drugs. And right? if you can figure it out, it gives you a nice little scene beforehand or juxtaposition. Where we have our innocent character Riley, and he's got his like kind of scummy looking, scummy looking friend. You know his. You know who his friend is. Do you remember that meme? Um, it, it wasn't called scumbag friend, but it was like the little like kind of chubby kid who was just basically supposed to be a stand-in for like your shitty elementary school friend. Yeah, like cover, I don't know what it's called, would, like, but yeah, cover your nice controller with Cheeto dust. <laughs> like that's who this. That's who this fucking is. Yeah, but he has a Zoomer haircut, so like you know it's worse. Yeah. Um. But that kid's like, oh, like, want to smoke. And Riley's like, no, I'm good. He's like, oh, fucking pussy. No one wants to smoke with me. Right? Yeah. So, like, if you couldn't figure it out later that it's drugs, it gives you that nice little... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, nice little and, scene beforehand. And it does, it does kind of make a good argument for itself as to, like, why this would be, like, a new drug. Yeah. Right? Like, you, we, we've had a lot of movies recently come out where they're like, blank is a new blank. Yeah. Uh, we had last year... Crimes of the Future, where they're like, ooh, like surgery is a new sex, and yeah, like, people and become was, addicted to. And that was how should I say, um, fucking stupid. Absolutely, <laughs> but this, like, this to me makes some sense because this is you being inhabited by, yeah, something, and it's doing something to you, and it feels really good, and it feels, yeah, I mean. It's good to some, not not to all. Not to all. Um, but in those first 90 seconds, I think everybody... I think, yeah, I think it's oh, a very... Yeah. Um, 
like euphoric sensation yeah. of having someone else that can have it you um and that also, that, that and that also goes well with like just general like demonology like ah like they want to give you things that like feel good for a short yeah they want to yeah they want to yeah. entice you right right and and so you you can definitely buy into the the reasoning why these people would yeah kind of like get drawn into this get sucked into this and technically speaking it's not drugs right right so you have that out <laughs> yeah um but uh so other than that i would say this movie is very effective as far as like its use of like scares and violence mm -hmm. it's not an overly violent movie like i would say as far as like constantly yeah right like it like hereditary like the last 30 40 minutes of hereditary are fucking brutal yeah this is not that but even it does use its violence extremely like effectively even smile i would say is more violent yes. throughout throughout its runtime yes yeah. um but this i do think that compared to smile uses it better more effectively yep. so it, it does come across as better yeah um i would say if you're looking for for a good movie to watch this summer that will probably be out yeah. by halloween yeah uh this is this is going to be on my halloween movie list this watch year. list yeah as it should be for sure um i think it it deserves the praise that it's getting yep i don't think it's i think it might be a little like blown up um but i do think it's the fact that where it's coming from that adds to that that i feel like i don't want to say it's unwarranted because it is very impressive that it's these two guys who have yeah. come up making videos on youtube got this opportunity and knocked it out of the park. I do think it deserves the price it's getting. I do think that if you're hearing like this is the scariest shit ever, maybe it's not maybe temper yeah. your expectations a little bit. Don't let that then detract from like your enjoyment of the movie itself. Right. And I think most people are aware that like most of the viewers that I've seen are out and saying like it's not a fully original concept, but like like we said, mm -hmm. the way it's packaged works. I think I initially gave it Three and a half stars on Letterbox. I would I would want to change that. I would go. I would want to give it a four. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not firing for me as on all cylinders as Black Phone was. It's not doing that, and then having something as interesting to say as Hereditary had to say, right? I think that's what keeps it out of like the four and a half, like five star category. Mm -hmm. But it is it is a solid like. I think even Jeremy John said, if you told me that like this was a seasoned director who did this movie and not like people's like first go, it's I would extremely not be competently made. Yeah, it's yes. So um, the performances are all great. So highly, highly I recommend. I you know like I said, people are talking a lot about Sophie Wilde. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are sleeping on Joe Bird, who's the Riley, the Riley, the boy. Yeah. What he does in this movie, and we'll talk about it in a couple minutes. Like is. Yeah. genuinely like insane yeah to me um but uh that that's a big recommend for me um if you have any interest in like a horror movie i think this is the one that will probably be my favorite horror movie of the year yes um i'm not i'm not seeing anything on the calendar or anything that I've seen that so saw. far this year that I think would supersede this and that's considering the fact that I have genuinely enjoyed like other yeah. movies like scream for sure maybe sick 
would be like the close the sick sick was so good one that i saw yeah um, it's it's a toughie is uh, megan a horror movie uh i wouldn't count that as a okay. horror movie but if, i love megan if megan were a horror movie then megan would be better than this in my opinion because megan is so Megan's uh, fucking great megan is fucking amazing yeah um but i i do think it's definitely not a boogeyman no <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I, I forgot you know, about Boogeyman until I was looking at my letterbox today. I would say if somebody, if somebody is looking for, for something, if, if they could watch one movie, if you say, I will watch only one horror movie a year because I'm scared Yeah. and, but it's Halloween and I need to watch something. Yes. This should be the this one that you watch. watch. I agree. Um, so let's go ahead and get into the, the story. Um, so we have Mia who lives with, uh, her friend. Uh, her friends Riley, Jade, and Sue. She doesn't live with them. Huh? She doesn't live with them. Yeah, she does. She lives with her dad. But like, One thing, I thought she's been living with them, though. No, she spends a lot of time there. Oh, well, maybe I, that's where I take it as. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because her and her dad are very estranged. Yes. Which makes, to me, this is where it makes the movie, like, interesting in terms of its commentary, because, like... She's connecting with the drug. She's not connecting with talking about her grief, like with her, with mm-hmm. her dad. Right? And that also is like, I mean, that to me kind of does make sense with a lot of like men would probably not be equipped to always talk to like their no, daughter about like their own grief. Yeah. Um. So that 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 does make some sense to me. Um. But anyway, so she is um kind of you know finding solace with them Mm -hmm. like that that's her escape right um being with dad kind of just brings back yeah all these shitty memories there is a scene at the beginning that reminds me of of shit with katie where she's like washing dishes yeah and she opens the faucet and then her dad (laughs) she closes it she goes what yeah and that's like so how you doing yeah she's like i'm good yeah. This silence, yeah, yeah. and she starts doing dishes again, and Dad starts talking. I'm like Katie does this shit all, all time. the time, right. and she's like, "Why can't you hear me?" For me, it's for me, it's headphones, which I think is more egregious. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, I would forgive someone making the mistake for the sink, but like, yeah, yeah. But um, so when as they're kind of just like chilling and talking, they start seeing a trend on TikTok. Yeah. Which is like the, ooh, be possessed by, by a devil, yeah. demon, uh, come hang out. And they do know the person who does it, so they decide to go try it out. Uh, Mia volunteers right away. And she, the, the scene where they show the first thing, it, it is unsettling, I do think. It's yeah. very super fast, like, you almost miss it at first. Yeah. And uh, you buy her reaction. Yep. Uh, because before that, in any of the videos that they have shown snippets of, you don't see them reacting to seeing something. You just see them you with see their them eyes possessed. blacked out, yeah. uh, kind of like convulsing, right? Right. Um, but you, I was not aware that you actually saw a ghost because yeah. they don't tell you. Right. Uh, and even um, Haley and what's the guy's name? Uh, her boyfriend or her or who? Haley's friend. It might be James. Because oh, yeah. you know how Haley has the, yeah, yeah, the friend, the, the black yeah, He's kid? not on this, uh, he's on, anyway, but yes, the friend who ties him down with the belt. Yes. yes. Um, I think his name is Joss. Gotcha. I'm looking at it. Yeah, Joss. So, 
It, the, the oh the the cast list is in alphabetical, so uh, it, it fucks with the thing. Yeah. But anyway, um, they don't they don't tell them like anything. They just say like you have to say this, and then you say let me in, and that's that's, that's as it. far as you are yeah. aware. So that that first jump is really good, um, and you do see that Mia kind of is. I don't want to say like it's harder for her to like let go because she they never let go. Mm. It's they have to take the thing away, but mm. she is gripping, gripping this thing, yeah. so it makes it hard for them to take it off at the ninety seconds. Yeah. Um, and then the way she plays possessed, I think, is very, very creepy as how she's taunting Riley. Yeah. Which sets up like the plot moving forward. So here I have a question for you. I don't mm-hmm. think it's on our list. What did you think of like the Mia Riley dynamic? I mean, it it played to me almost like a little brother yeah. situation. I don't know if you read that differently. Because to me, it almost feels like, um, you know how sometimes you have someone who may have a sibling, but they're not very close with that sibling. Right. But then you're actually closer with the sibling's friend. friend. Yep. I felt that's more what it was. So there, yes, by and large, the... I, during, especially in the beginning, there's, like, I wondered if there was, like, something... Maybe not going on, but there was, like, something below the surface that was, like, bubbling or being tampered down... I think maybe at best, at best, I think maybe Riley has a crush. Has on, a crush on Mia. On Mia, but Mia, Mia is also like significantly older. If I'm, and that's if, I'm if I don't remember, and it's normal for like a little sibling to have a crush on like the older sibling's friend. Yeah, but then I was wondering, I'm like, ha, huh, is I was wondering if there was something, somewhat predatory way. that was like tampered down from Mia's side. I think the closest we get to that is still under, like, possession where it's that night where she and um, Mia and Riley, like, sleep together in the same bed after the first possession. And, like, you see Mia's hand, like... That's not Mia. The, is it just the spirit? It's a it's a creepy hand. Yeah, but then... You see, you see Mia take off... Take the phone away. Yeah. You see Mia take off the ear pods. Right. And then she does... You know, like scratch his head. Yes, and I I took that more as like a, a comforting thing because she knows that she's the one to scare the shit out of him. But then there's another hand. Then the, the, the hand comes back that looks but like then, it's gonna do more than. But then it's a, a a weird, like huge bloated hand. Yeah, but then the way that like some of these sequences work to the director's credit is like like later when we get to like the toe sucking scene, right? She's, it's ambiguous. Yeah. yeah. So. so after that, that's kind of where, like, any sort of inkling at something more than just innocent relationship ends, right? Because then Riley has the shit that happens to him, like, happen to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I was I was curious if you got any sort of vibes from that at all at the beginning. Not as much. Yeah. Like I said, like, I, I... Also, it seems to me like she's more infatuated with... What's his name? Daniel? Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. that, to me, I was like, I don't think she would be into Daniel... And then also into this kid. Well. So, I don't know. I think I think if there's a case to be made with that, it's just like residuals from like her trauma and like troubles. Maybe. Um, but anyway. But yeah, so 
first possession. <laughs> yeah, so first yeah. possession. So that was that was the first possession. Yeah. Uh, then uh, we have this this whole scene where they are trying to convince Haley to uh, come over to the party yeah. and bring the hand because now Daniel wants to give it a try. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, that's a that's a thing that I want to point out later. They blame Mia, but this is this is Daniel's fault. For wanting to try it. For wanting to try it and having them come to the house. It was also interesting because we get told multiple times that, like, Daniel is a good Christian boy. Like, blah, blah, blah. And it was, I don't know if I would, I don't know if I would count this as, like, a fault of the movie or not. I have thoughts. I think I know exactly where you're going but with But I this. was like, damn, at no point is this, like, good Christian boy who, like, doesn't want to bang. And even one of the ghosts said, one of the ghosts, like. Because I think yeah. he's gay. Ah. Uh, he could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gay. Uh, and I don't know if it's just the the dynamic between the directors of how, like, you know, how playful they are with each other. Yeah. But they're, they they do come across me, like, if someone tell me if, and I haven't looked at us, so I don't know. If you told me that they might be gay, not yeah. not for each other, I right. think. But if you told me they were gay, I'd be like, oh, I could see that. Tracks. Yeah. It, it would track. I think that might be them putting that into this character interesting where he doesn't want to bang and he's using that i'm religious yeah as an excuse because he has no reservation like like it's his girlfriend who has the most reservations about Mm -hmm. like because there's there's that that part where uh the ghost like possesses him like he's he's possessed and the ghost looks at jade and she's like he hates he's like he's like oh like he fucking hates it when you like you make him soft Yeah, yeah so like that to me paired with the fact that he's so willing to try this very anti-christian thing yeah yeah that to me tracks yeah so yeah i don't know if that makes sense to you we found the mystery it was gay all yeah i'm curious as to as to what danny and and michael um kind of if that if that is a thing, if they are gay and this is their like their way to like insert that into the movie, because you know writers do that, yeah, for sure, all the time. And not related to sexuality, but I was reading on them on Wikipedia yesterday, and they do like making films in Australia, and they prefer making films in Australia rather than in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, so like they. Uh, like once again, that doesn't really tell us anything about like sexuality or anything related to that. But it it is kind of cool to see like they are at this point where they are very happy to be like in their lane doing what they doing what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm curious now. I'm very curious here. Anyway, yeah. Uh, back to the back to the to the the whole shebang here. Yeah. Um. So when when that happens, like I honestly didn't even realize that Danny came back into the party. I thought he left. Yeah. But that he's there. Yeah, I like, thought he a, left a few too. a few yeah. scenes later. Uh, but not everybody's taking turns. Uh, the only one who does not take a turn is Jade. Yeah. And I think that that then brings circle that allegory of like. In a lot of groups where there's, like, people who use drugs, there is the one friend who is just, like, not about this. Which is kind of interesting, because at the beginning of the movie, she does kind of play off as this, like, somewhat shitty friend. 
because like Mia comes over, she's like, let's talk. And she's like, I'm on my phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, and then she's like, no, like, let's hang out. She's like, go over there. Like, I got to talk. I got to talk to Danny. So here's, here's, yeah. the, here's the reason why I think Mia does live with them, mm-hmm. even if temporarily, because there's a scene where they're, they're talking about the party. Yeah. And uh, Sue is walking around trying to get the, them to fess up the yeah. party's happening. And she goes, Mia. You're banned from here. Like you're like you're like, I will kick you out effectively, effective now. Not kick you out, it's you are banned from here. Oh, is that what it is? Yes. Oh. I think I think she's just like the friend who's perpetually over. Oh, okay. Which sometimes she's the Kimmy Gibbler. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> 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 Never and, and of all of all the tie-ins to other media. I thought we would make with this movie. <laughs> Full House was not. <laughs> well, it's here now. Um and and we do see everybody taking turns with this possessed hands. Yeah. There's different um like you I, I like the way they show that the spirits possessing them are not the same thing. All the yeah. Time. They're all very different. Yes. Uh the way they use the people's bodies, like the way they talk to the rest of the group. Yeah. Um because I, and I love the I love Haley's comment when Danny is getting possessed, where she's like, "Man, this spirit's kind of a cunt." <laughs> I fucking laughed so yeah. hard. Um, but then we go to uh, Riley because they're getting ready to pack up. Mm-hmm. And Riley's like, "I want to try. It. Like, can I just try it for like sixty seconds instead of ninety seconds? Yeah. Come in." Uh, and Jade is not about it, no. like at all. Yeah. Um, but eventually, like. He does convince Mia. Yes. To, and this is that, that again, that drug allegory of like, someone goes like, come on, let me just try a little bit. You're like, yeah. no, it's not good for you. Like, you recognize. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's anyone who will like 100% legitimately think drugs are fine. But you're so hooked that even you might recognize you may not want to get other people in. Libertarians. Libertarians. Yes. But they're um, not people. So you're saying that you want I people. used to not be a person. That's true. I used to not be a person. Good old Pana. Yeah. Now I'm back. Baby. <laughs> back, baby doll. Yeah. Um, but then um, you can tell right away that something is wrong. Right. Because Riley says, talk to me. And then he goes, oh, shit. And he's like, he looks right at Mia. Yeah. And that's when, I don't know, like you caught it right away. But I was like, it's Mia's mom. Uh, yes. So, like, to me, I was like, he's seeing me as mom, whether or not it's her. Yeah. Um, and then when he's, you know, he's told to let it in, like, then he starts talking right. to Mia again, saying, like, I miss you, like, I didn't want to leave you, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know to what extent Mia's this is lingers. ever Mia's mom. Yes, yes. That's a great question. Because there is a turn, I feel. Yeah. And I don't know if this is potentially Mia's mom talking, and then when there's that switch, it's something else that goes, oh, I can use this. Right. Because any any other, anytime we see Mia's mom, we can definitely know that that spirit is up to nefarious business. Yes. Right. Mia is obviously too grief-stricken to... To tell. Yeah, to put two and two together. Um, obviously her relationship with her dad is strained, so right. this, you know, spirit's able to use that yeah. against it. Um, but, uh, after, like, he starts talking to Mia, then the spirit gets super fucking violent. Yeah. And this is the first instance of violence that we get in the movie. Yes. We get a little bit, 
with the kangaroo, which was sad to see this like yeah. kangaroo, but apparently Australians fucking hate kangaroos. Uh, it's one of those things that I've heard. Assholes, from what I hear. I, I hear that they are so they're very much like deer. I think they will fuck up your dog. Probably. I think. Yeah. I know there's videos of people like fighting kangaroos because they're attacking their dog. Right. Um but the thing is, unlike deer, kangaroos are fucking strong and they're yep. jacked. Yep. Um but just like how someone can be very jacked and do a lot of damage, this ghost This ghost fucks up Riley. Which makes me think I I would not be if you put if you made me pick right now, like is this ghost that was possessing Riley in this scene ever Mia's mom? I think I would lean towards no. I mean the movie the movie does a good job of like obscuring like a lot of the logistics to like keep you in suspense and mystery and to make it interesting, right? Mm-hmm. But because of how violent that reaction is, I feel like it could either be the same spirit that we know because Mia went over the 90 seconds is like lingering is like lingering in Mia or like some other spirit, or maybe they're all just the same spirit. Who fucking knows? But like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think, I don't think that spirit was Mia's mom. I think it is a truly like nefarious spirit. Who's now who senses there's a connection. Between, yeah. Yeah. Between the two. And that's the thing, yeah. like whether or not that, that spirit that Riley sees initially is Mia's mom. Yeah. I, I don't think it really adds or takes away enough yeah because like i said even if if it is like it, there is a visual switch yeah after like the 90 seconds are up and then like riley starts to like act differently right away and that's when he starts slamming his fucking face yeah on the table yeah uh fucking brutal and then he starts like digging into his eyeball. Yeah. That oh, seems hard. that that seems hard that, to watch. That, yeah, I saw you. You were yeah, like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Donald is very squeamish. I I am. I'm squeamish with anything that like pierces or like yeah yeah piercing piercing gouging things. And it 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 is because like you you see the like the fingers go into the lid. Yeah. And it it is gross you see the eye like popping a bit yeah um but then like the fucking chair just goes up and like slams against the window i was like this thing is gonna kill this kid by having it slam into the window i thought he was about to die right then and there i I thought so too yeah um he probably would have if it wasn't because jade is able to run and put her hand and block the corner of the table which is where she gets hurt she she, yeah her hand gets broken because this kid just like slammed his head which is where actually for me the I walked out of the theater thinking, making more hereditary comparisons than you were, but like, I don't know what it was, but there was something about Riley in the beginning that was like, there's something creepy, innocent, and stupid enough about this kid where I'm marking him for death like I marked, like Charlie mm-hmm. died in hereditary, like he doesn't actually die, but like... You know, at, at that point, he he's our catalyst yeah. of something going wrong. Yeah. Right? At that point, I was like, "Well, this kid's a fucking goner." Like, I, I I did not think he was gonna survive that scene whatsoever. I think he was dead. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, "How the fuck are they going to explain this?" Yeah. Like, at all. Yeah. Which, by the way, like you have the hand here. <laughs> Be like, officer, please hold this yeah. hand and say, "Talk to me." I swear to God. Yeah. And right, yeah. whether or not. Whether or not you want to do that. You want right. to do that, I guess. 
But I mean, you have a true and tested thing right here. Yep. So anyway, not the point. Um, once we have this, this is where like the movie fully switches from like a potentially fun, haha, look at the ghosty goose mm-hmm. to like now she is actively being haunted. Yeah. Uh, before this, she doesn't see anything. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's because now that that Riley has spent, I think they said two minutes connected to the hand, as opposed to like her like ninety six yeah. seconds yeah. or whatever, right? Um, if it then is able to kind of jump between the two of them. Yeah. Uh, or if it's something entirely different. Uh and and so now she's seeing her mom, she's playing with the hand. Right. Um and her mom is already like sowing these like seeds of distrust. Yeah. Uh for other things. Yeah. Um she says Riley is in trouble. Uh she's that, confirming that she didn't kill herself. She's saying yeah, well yeah. confirming right for for Mia. Yeah. yeah Cuz Mia is under like deep denial that mom would have killed herself and i get it this was kind of darkly funny for me where um when we first find out like when she died and how she died and she's like oh she took a bunch of sleeping pills like she fell by the door my dad couldn't get in and then i forget if riley asked if it was on purpose and then I forget what her justification was for no, but I was like... Her justification for no is that she had crawled and tried to, like, dig at the thing so that she had blood under her fingernails. Right. But I was still like, oh, honey. <laughs> I mean, it's gotta be... It's gotta be so hard. It's gotta be very hard. That's where, like, it only flirts with humor for me. Like, very dark humor. But it's, like, yeah, it's it's, the, it's yeah. the, like... The humor comes from the, like, naivete yeah. of, of her... Which is natural naivete you would have. Right? Absolutely. Especially if no one's willing to be brave enough to confirm it for you. Yeah. And and then also, there is a line. Someone says, I can't remember who it is, yeah. but someone says like, well, these things, when they possess us, like they have access to us just as much as we have access to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're able to pull on your memories, right? Yeah. So then that tells me, Obviously, whatever this is knows, knows that she has this insecurity about her mom's suicide, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's able to to go. Oh, she does not believe mom yeah. off herself. Let's let's pick at that, right? Um, and it's ingenious in in how she is just so manipulated yeah. by this. Um, her dad shows her the the suicide note, yeah, which. Which honestly, to be fair, was that was the only point where I was a hundred percent of like, oh yes, mom killed herself. Like I was maybe like ninety percent there throughout the whole movie, but it wasn't until like you pulled out the note and was like, no, like here it fucking is. I'm like, okay. I assume yeah. I assume from the beginning that mom did kill herself. Yeah. Because just because she tried to crawl out does not mean that it was an accident. A lot For of sure. times when people try. Yeah, people. You yeah. fucking go. Oh no, this is real, yeah. and then you start to freak out. Backtrack. Right? Um, but then the the like her listening to that suicide note, man, it is, yeah. it's sad shit. Sad shit. It hits all the, you know, this is the first time I felt hope in a while. Which right? you're like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's the sign. That's, that's the sign. Yeah. Oh, mom seemed happy for the last two days, yeah. and then yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. It tracks. Which good for them, for like the writers keeping it for keeping it real, keeping it real. Because yeah. like, I don't think a lot of 
a lot of times, like when you hear about suicide in movies, it's yeah. this well like thought out. Smile, a movie we liked, I don't think did it as well as no. as well as this. Well, because in in Smile, it wasn't suicide. I don't even. In Smile, it was an OD. Okay, they're. I know they're not the same, but like, they go hand in. Yeah, they, they go, go hand, hand in hand. Yeah. Um, but so then they're trying to figure out how. So she says that Mia needs to help Riley. They're trying to figure out what they can do. Yeah. Um, they decide that maybe if they go and give Riley the hand. They can they can give consent for him, which yeah. I'm like I don't think that's how that works. Yeah, I, I mean they could have tested it with somebody else. Yeah, I think that would have been the smart thing to be like, hey, here you hold the hand. Right. I say talk to him, and if you see ghosts, then it works. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I feel like that's something that could have been tried and tested. Right. Um, but then she talks to. I do like the scene, or the idea, that. Not only can the ghost possess you, but you can possess the ghost. Yeah, with the little girl. I thought that was that was a well done scene. Too. That was that was a cool like twist when, that I was not when the movie became fucking Suspiria. <laughs> there was another in the Reddit thread. There was another movie that people were saying was it Society? Maybe is there a movie called Society? I think it's Society or High Society, where there's a bunch of like. Weird monster tentacly thingies having like orgies, yeah, wild shit. Um, but anyway, so that that's when, and again, you don't know if this is a different ghost, right, or if this is the same one that's been fucking with Riley or with Mia Society. Yep, ah, yeah, yep. yep, I know my movies, yeah. Um, but that's the one I thought of. And then you said Suspiria. And I was like, there's no way Thana will know what the fuck society is. So I'm going to yeah. be able to say it. Yeah. Um, but it, it, she's then showing oh, that. Event, event Horizon, which I've never seen. Event Horizon. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Made by the guy who uh, directed the Resident Evil movies. There you go. Very good. Um, so she's showing a vision of Riley being tortured by like these spirits. They're like humping him and like hugging him. And yeah. he's screaming. And again, you don't know to what extent this is what's actually happening. Yeah. Uh, and what is potentially something going on. Yes. Um, is it implied? So Mia goes home, talks to mom, or mom talks to her. Mm-hmm. Tells her, like, you can't trust your dad. Your dad is uh, one of them. They are trying to, like, hurt you. And these, uh, I mean, these demons are very good at, like, creating illusions. Like, yes. Like, I knew, like, Dad was downstairs. And, like, the movie does, like, a couple beats into that scene, the movie does show you that Dad is downstairs. Yeah, he's still looking at the notes. He's, uh, yeah. like, he hears Mia making a commotion. He, like, looks and he's calling for her. Yeah. But then you're seeing, like, the door shaking. That's a th- There are some times when movies will do those, like, the demon is making you see something things. Where there are enough like physical clues in the scene where you're like, ah, like this is not a real person, like this is an illusion that's interacting with the environment. But like in this scene, like you don't know, yeah, her like the perception of the room that she's seeing and that we see as the audience could only be affected by something like physical mm-hmm. sort of like this entire like thing being planted in her head it's not like oh the demons like 
pushing a coat rack that's falling on the mm-hmm. that's falling on the door. Like, no, like the door is the door is visibly yeah. violently shaking. She is being like assaulted. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you do see when the dad does manage to bust in through the door, she is like somebody is like it looks like somebody is on top of her. Yeah. Even though there's nothing there. Yeah. Uh but when he does go to approach her to like help her up, she yeah. stabs him in the neck. Yeah. I think that that does not die. Yeah, it's interesting. He he's I guess he stays the whole night, like keeping the. No, it's only a couple minutes. Is that is that how because short Mia calls Mia calls Jade says I need you to, um, what's need it called? Need you to come here. I need help, and she says I'll be there in ten minutes. Yeah. So, in those ten minutes, I'm assuming she lives close enough to the hospital, right? That she got she there. got there yeah. uh we do see dad holding his neck right. he is still yeah. up yeah. and then we see that um what's her name jade is back at the hospital soon after right uh looking at looking for um mia i would assume that then she calls 911 they get there yeah and then we'll come back to this in a second but um Mia is under the impression that in order to save Riley, she needs to kill him. Kill him. Yeah. Just like she was unable to kill the kangaroo. Yep. Now she needs to kill Riley because Riley he is suffering. Yep. By the way, we totally skipped this. That scene where they're showering, where they're bathing Riley at the hospital, which by the way, yeah, why the yeah. fuck is mom and sister giving this kid a shower? That is a nurse's job. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's like staring at the ceiling and then he just like bites her and then it's like slamming his head on yeah, the wall and then like licking his own blood licking his own, dude, that's that that again like that kid yeah. doing those things like he sells that shit so good yeah um but mia is she can't stab him she is not able to right and i think she's able to maybe like subconsciously go well maybe a way to put him out of his misery would be to just throw him in front of a bus yeah um and I've seen people have questions about this ending. Yeah. People are asking, did Mia throw herself or did Jade oh, throw her? Throw her. Okay. A lot of people are under the impression that Jade. No. And I'm like, that's wrong. Mia jumps. Yeah, Mia jumps. Um, and I think I, I commented on the YouTube video and I think I got the person to actually like respond um the creator of the video yeah i mean yeah. She, she uh not respond but like reply to your like daughter. not reply but like acknowledge what it said because they were like well you don't really get a chance to see if she really comes to it and i think it's because the ghost fucks up because mm. there is that that line where the ghost says like well you will not free him and he will be with us forever yeah and that's not what intend what she intends to do right she wants to free him she doesn't want him to be with them forever yeah uh and so that's her probably realizing oh shit the ghosts want riley because they said that if he, if you die when yeah. you're possessed we have you then they have you yeah and um i think it's cole who's the brother at the beginning who gets stabbed in the chest yeah. in, the, in the shoulder he says like the longer they're in like the less grip they have yeah so i think riley's kind of starting to to realize well starting to kind of come to and then the ghost says well we need to kill him because we can't postpone this any longer yeah uh and that that little slip is what makes mia realize this is not my mom 
right. the only way for me to end this is as fast as possible for me to jump. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I, th- I think if the... I think if she is able to make that decision to jump, then, then you know, there that's like a kind of heroic moment for it's her. more impactful, I think. Yeah. It, it, I think if she gets pushed, it's more deflating. Right. It's already yes. a bummer ending because your your main protagonist dies. And it is kind of a bummer movie, like throughout. It is. And I don't mean that as a I don't mean that as a as a pure criticism. Mm-hmm. Um and mostly not a criticism. There were there were some points where I was like, ah, like this is like even though I love hereditary and hereditary is full on sad, there's there's some ways where I like the handling of sadness better in that movie than this movie. But I will say, of all the possible interpretations for the end, I'm definitely team anti Mia is pushed by her friend. Right? Yeah, I don't I don't buy that for a minute. I think it was either her own volition or it was maybe like maybe the ghosts wanted both. I mean they're they're demons, like they just want suffering, right? Like so it's not mm-hmm. You can't like fully reason with them, but like maybe part of them getting Mia was like using Riley as a pawn to make her like to make her die. Maybe, yeah, potentially. I don't know. Um, but so then we see we see that she. (laughs) I love the 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 split second where I was like, oh, she got out. She got away with this. Pretty okay. Oh, after. I knew, I knew she did. But then I was like, no, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, That's where they definitely, whereas before I talked about the framing of the dad is like ambiguous enough where he's interacting with the environment so much that you're like, holy shit, is this a hallucination or not? The the framing of the onlookers, like looking at what happened, mm-hmm. like is definitely unambiguous where I'm like, oh yeah, like they're. Yeah. So for me, it was when she stood up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, no, she's. She's, she's dead. Yeah. I saw when she's like down, and I see her like open her eyes. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, is she like alive?" Right. But then she gets up. I'm like, "No, no fucking yeah, way." Yeah. Um, but this is why I think so. Dad survives because he's walking around the hospital. Yeah, at those, the end, it's interesting that it lingers on. There's this old man that you see earlier mm-hmm. that we at least see his room again. Yes. It could be him, it could not be him, but it's another old man, but from the back. So to me, it implies that she's in this like purgatory state, and that yes. a lot of time it's clearly passing. Yeah. Because we do see Riley, Riley and his family, yeah. he's getting better. Yeah. Uh, Max is leaving the hospital after having been stabbed in the yeah. neck. Um, so that, you know, so he's fine, he's yeah. alive. And then... Well, he's not fine. <laughs> well, he's down, he's down two out of three. Yeah. That's got to do something to you. Yeah. Um, and then we see, like, the rooms are getting darker. Yeah. Uh, and we see, that's when we see the, we hear the flick of the match. Yep. And we see the light, and then we see the hand. Which I love, actually, how it shows you what a ghost would kind of experience. In this. In and this. Yeah, from the yeah. opposite side, right? Yeah. And how they see... Hand reaching out, and they are literally like going to the light. Yes, like, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of cool. It's it's a cool visual, and now it makes me wonder all of the ghosties that they were talking to. How many of them were like ghosties that just died and are kind of in this similar purgatory-ish state? Mm-hmm. And like, will Mia's ghost also be 
a huge cut. <laughs> <laughs> or because I don't know, like yeah. I know they they said that they do have ideas for what they could do if they want to continue this exploring yeah. this because there there is another hand somewhere. Yeah, uh, I. I I could not catch this because I honestly was not paying attention at the time. If I see this again, which I might tomorrow, mm. I don't know. I forgot my, or I left my headphones at the AMC. I think I told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I need to make a drive out there tomorrow anyway. So yeah. I might see, do it for this movie. I might be like, ah, oh, whatever. I'll pay whatever, 10 bucks or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if it was the original hand or if it's the other hand. Because do you see it? Or you, you see the hand that they shake. Yeah. So so Mia reaches out to shake a hand. Mm. But I can't remember if she is shaking a right hand or a left hand. Mm. Because the hand that that they have in the movie is a left hand. Yeah. Because I remember I made the joke. I was like, hi, yeah, who the fuck shake with left hand? <laughs> uh, and I cannot tell if tell this is the is. same hand. It's just been fast around so long that it's made its way from Australia to yeah Greece or if it's still in Australia and it's just with a bunch of fucking Greek people there are, as, as the expert analysis of this episode has told us the Greek is fucking there's a lot of fucking Greek people in Australia, Greek in Australia. Yeah, sure. so I don't know and could Mia potentially be like in some of the movies that you bring in like a character from a past movie in the way to like, help, yeah, like the expert, right? Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of angles. It's a lot of angles. Um, well, I will say I don't like I said I don't think this is like at the same level at least for me as Hereditary. I do think this is a damn good movie. It is very good. A very good movie. Uh, I love, I love the possession visual in this movie yeah like the way their eyes like get dark but not fully dark so there's like little slivers of white yeah i think that's more effective than full black yes um and also like their mouths darken too their mouths and like around their eyes so we were talking about um the movie nefarious which yeah. i have, which i have not seen but I saw that trailer, and for those of our millions of fans who don't know, it's by some like sucking Christian studio. And I saw like not Angel Studios, not Angel Studios, but a different one. Um, but I saw that trailer, and I'm like, all right, like for what this is, like this actor who's playing this possessed serial killer, like is doing a good job. But there is something like in a Hallmark possession movie, not Hallmark the brand, but like when you know you're watching a possession movie, there is something missing. In the makeup and like, and just the visual effects from like this man looking possessed, where you have new Exorcist movie coming up where you're looking at those girls and you're like, ah, oh, yeah, like you know, mm -hmm. it's the fucking Exorcist. This is a nice, it's a very nice middle ground. Yeah, where there's enough to distort, but also like, by and large, a lot of normalcy left in the, in the human being. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very, very good. I am uh, very much looking forward to whatever they're doing next. I know they are. The next movie they're making is Street Fighter. Yeah, I saw that. Which uh, makes sense. Absolutely makes so much sense to me. Yeah. Because they're 
their YouTube channel is like very action, action, action heavy. Yeah. Uh, a lot of martial arts type of stuff. And, you know, if they can channel that energy with a budget. Yeah. And, and make finally a good, uh, good, uh, good fighting movie. Anyway. Yeah. I think we might have a, a solid contender for whenever that comes out next. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, any final thoughts that you have? Uh, anything we may have missed? No, I hit everything that I want to talk about. It was a lovely time. It's a great time. It was um, a lovely time. Oh, I will say, considering some of their other stuff that they made, I I I liked that they were restrained enough in their use of like over the top violence to just that one very effective scene. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of their stuff that they do in their YouTube videos are like hyper violent like obviously like you would never mistake what's happening in those videos as like real right um but i mean they have a lot of those sensitivities to like make those those types of videos yeah and i'm glad that they were able to not do that yeah uh because i think that would have diminished the impact of the riley scene this was a very well balanced movie absolutely yeah um we will be back very soon yes leave the next movie is gonna be the meg the meg that we're seeing that we're seeing thano is seeing i have to i'm seeing barbie on friday barbie on friday I'm very upset it's taken me this long to be able to see barbie what a damn shame what a damn shame Sorry. i Sorry, i ladies. don't even remember half of what happened in that movie now i have to Dang. catch up i gotta catch up it's been a busy year Busy year, uh, but we will be doing a Barbenheimer review. Yes. So we, I, I just think we could have done Oppenheimer. May as well. We could have done Oppenheimer. But I think, I think, given the cultural impact that Barbenheimer has had on the American yeah psyche, I'm actually really excited to juxtapose them. I haven't seen any. I've, I've, I've actually kept away from Barbie spoilers. So I haven't seen too many. There's not a lot to spoil. I really haven't seen too many reviews, but I, I think would... the most spoiler thing that you've seen that I know you've seen know is the sp- Dojo Mojo Casa House. There's a speech. I know someone gives a speech somewhere. I have thoughts about that speech. And I've heard that there's like a plot twist early on that's like kind of unexpected. Plot twist? I don't know about plot twist, but eh. to me, what I heard is that it's set it apart from like the Lego movie. Whereas this could have just been the Lego movie. Well, I'll see. I haven't seen the movie yet, so I mean, I would say Barbie movie is not geared towards kids. Yeah. Whereas Lego movie is absolutely geared, like, towards, kids. geared towards kids. This is more of a maybe like teens, <laughs> teens, millennials, and adults. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, we'll be back with that very soon. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, again, check out. Talk to me. Yep. It's great. It just came out. Uh, it's stolen all the attention away from Cobweb, which is another. Pretty good movie. Yeah. But that one we probably won't talk until Halloween if we're able to get you to watch it. Yeah, I'd like to watch it. And The Haunted Mansion. And you got to watch fucking Lake Mungo. We are going to trick you into watching Lake Mungo someday. Why do I need to be tricked into watching Lake Mungo? Because I've been trying for the past year and it's never happened. Have you really? Yeah. I'll watch Lake Mungo. (laughs) All right, everybody. Uh, We will... Uh, be back soon. Uh, until then, remember to please like, subscribe, and share with your friends. So we can get them checks. We can get them checks. Zero dollars, <laughs> zero cents. We made the same joke an hour ago, and it's why. just as funny. I don't know why it's so funny to refer to it as that. 
Get that check. <laughs> them check. <laughs> that check. Them. them check. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, until then, he's been Thano. He has been Javier. This has been the Cinema Goods Podcast. Bye.